You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode. I am so excited today. This gentleman that I have with me today, I'm in the studio and he is one to reckon with. Um, This episode of Gifted with Sheila White, we're talking to an individual who uses his gift to impact the world. He uses his gift in relationships and spirituality and health and even in wealth. This individual, I'm so grateful today because he has some empowering information and we're going to be talking to him a lot, a little bit talking about how he encourages people to create a better life for themselves. But before we get into the conversation today, I would like for you to share this podcast with your family and with your friends for new content each week. When we come back, I'm so excited, folks. We want you to grab a pen and call a friend because we're going to be talking to this this man of the hour, an individual who will inspire. He's going to uplift and he's going to entertain us. He's Minister Fred himself that is with us today. You're going to learn about his journey and some of the lessons he's learned when we come right back. Have you ever thought of yourself as a TV star? The host of your own television show. Someone who delivers meaningful content to a global audience. Are you ready to amplify your life? JD3TV will greenlight your new show right now. And you don't need a Hollywood agent, you don't need a lot of money, and you can even be new to producing. When we greenlight your show, we will provide you with all the tools you need to produce it quickly and easily. And then you will have a series on one of the newest, most exciting streaming platforms in the world. Sign up for JD3TV today. Become a part of our global community and we will greenlight your show. Discover Your Uniqueness discusses the tale of two worlds. The earthly world intertwined with the spiritual world. Sheila White takes you by the hand and walks with you on a transformation journey to live your best purpose-driven life. You'll find your moments of clarity as you harness the power of purpose. Sheila White will help you raise your energy to a higher level as you tune in, tap in, and turn up your vibrational frequency of thought. Each chapter will leave you with many thought-provoking anecdotes that counteract those stumbling blocks of negativity and fear of failure. Sheila White will help you on your journey of expanding your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of how discovering your uniqueness is vital. This book is a must-read for those who seek tremendous results in your personal, business, and spiritual lives. Discovering your uniqueness is the key to unleashing the seeds of greatness planted inside of you at birth. Allow the you on your chest to shine bright and illuminate the planet because of your unique gift. 
My guest today is affectionately called Minister Fred. He's a friend of mine. He is the founder and director of the No More Dirty Purity Conferences and Tours, Block Parties and Rallies. He's a busy man. You know, there's a proverb that describes Minister Fred, and it says, many are called, but few are chosen. This actually describes his ministry to the unchurched, to the unsaved and to the uncertain. He has developed successful strategies, successful marketing strategies and promotional strategies for outreach all over the country and events and crusades. I mean, there's so much to this individual. His love for urban evangelism has taken him throughout America. Welcome, Minister Fred, to the show today. Thank you for having me to the famous. (laughs) What's up? You know what? This is my brother, y'all. So we're going to have a little bit of fun today. And he's very transparent. So we're going to jump in here. Minister Fred, what really attracts you to urban evangelism? Because so many people don't want to come to the hood. They don't want to deal with the unchurched. They don't really want to deal with the uncertain. And you have a heart and a passion for reaching the lost at any cost. What drove you to urban evangelism? Well, you know, um, first of all, thanks again for allowing me to be a part of your show. Uh-huh. I'm excited. Um, well, for me personally, it was just, you know how it is. You're, you're, you're that guy or that young lady and you might be listening. And you're like, man, I see a need mm-hmm. and a niche that's not being filled. And wow. so for me, the passion growing up as a kid that grew up in a, a faith based home, obviously okay. for me anyway. Um, and I would ask the questions and we mm-hmm. talked about this when, you, when, you, when we was rocking together. It was mm-hmm. Um, well, why can't we dance for Jesus? Why can't mm-hmm. we just go out there and say, hey, to this dope boy in the corner? I mean, he's a human being. Mm-hmm. And he's chosen a different path to get his money, mm-hmm. you know, or or it was one of those kind of things. And I was I'm a PK. So I'm a pastor's kid. Okay. And I was the one that was like, man, I like bars, man. If mm-hmm. You can't bring no heat. Man, your mm-hmm. stuff whack. I'm ready wow. to turn and lead, lead a sanctuary. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I was, I was already. I'm in love with hip hop. I'm in love yeah. with um, urban culture because urban culture is so transparent mm. and it's real and it's authentic, whether it's positive, mm. whether it's not so positive, what people call negative mm. um, or whether it's somewhere in the middle. And you're like, what do you do with this, mm. this subculture mm-hmm. within our nation? And so as a kid, I was just I was drawn because my dad was a minister and my mom was a school teacher. Okay. So they always chose to live in communities of or that were urbanized or communities oh, okay. that, where there was some franchise and we, they didn't have to, mm. they just love people. So wow. I, I got that naturally. I got that from just being in the house. And mm. then after that, then I started developing relationships. And, and my, in fact, the street was closer to, to me than the church. Mm. Wow. And you know, it's, it's interesting because like I said, a lot of people see, Someone coming down the street, they look a little uncertain or unsure, so to speak. They want to cross the street. Um, they're not wanting to walk past a person that may have tattoos or, um, you know, having their pants sagging. Everything may not be out, but their pants may be sagging a little bit too much. And a lot of times people aren't wanting to witness to these individuals. They look at them as just lost. You know, they want to look at go to the people that kind of don't look so bad, you know, and and even a lot of churches, um, they're looking for the the best dress sometimes. You know, there's a lot of churches that don't reach out. They will feed people, you know, and things like that. But when it comes to personal evangelism, going into the neighborhood, as you were mentioned, and witnessing to these people, 
um, you know, there's not a lot of people that want to do that because they're afraid of their safety, so much going on and so much happening in the street. So you really do have to have a heart to want to reach out to to not just the loss because churches want to reach out to the loss, but to reach out to, as you say, the uncertain. You don't really know what's going to happen if you strike a conversation with this person. And so you really have to be led um, and you just have to have a heart for it because you have to d- be a little bit street to know how to deal with the street, so to speak. And I think that's one of the reasons why you have been so successful in your ministry is because, you know, you you are part of the street. They they look at you and you're not a threat. You look like you're just one of them. You know what I'm saying? And And I think that gives you that common ground. Where if you're walking down the street, nobody's going to say anything to you because you <laughs> you look like them in the hood, so to speak, by the way you're dressed. You're not dressed in a suit and a tie yeah, and no, coming no, up to them saying, let, let me talk, talk to you, you about this Jesus. <laughs> and the thing, let me let me jump in there too, Sheila. The thing about it is, for me, when I was a kid, I was, you know, you read the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, yeah. and you start reading about the apostles who were AKA disciples, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. original disciples, right? And you realize that all of cats was rough. Mm. Yeah rough mm, listen mm. like my favorite outside jesus is 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 paul paul's wow. like son mark you a punk you can't roll with me <laughs> give me titus give me john john uh-huh. mark you fall off i'm out uh-huh. and i will hit you first and i'm gonna put you out the squad you know what i mean wow, so you're wow. looking at jesus was probably the most 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 uh, churchy guy yeah. out of the 12. he wow. said hey follow me he's wow. he just walked in the neighborhood mm. he saw a need he didn't even do anything up front. He just became wow. a friend. The Bible says, if you are free to, in order to have friends, you got to show yourself as friendly. Right, and so right. for me, I just mm-hmm. was like, man, they're human beings. They're just as mm-hmm. human as I am. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. that if you have di- different, if it's a disenfranchise or there's a lack, mm-hmm. then they, you, you have to, you have to coping skill. You got to survive. You got to wow. figure it out. Wow. And if there's no money, there's no grocery store, there's a mom pop shop that ain't number mm-hmm. Snickers and, and uh, you know, ramen noodles that you, you buy for 50 cent a dollar yeah. Of, yeah. Of ramen noodles versus going to a, you know a, a, a healthy store that's franchised mm-hmm. the franchise aren't in the neighborhood wow wow interesting so jesus walk in and heal everybody and then be like i'm going over to mount olive on sabbath you want to hang out <laughs> let's talk i bet bro you know what i mean that's how i go yeah <laughs> we just just make it contemporary or urban wherever you're whatever your population group is. And, um, and I was just that kid. They were like, wow. why the frail pastor Whitlow, why does your son gotta be asked a question? Why you gotta ask a question? You know, I'm <laughs> like, well, is it, look, if I, ain't, if I ain't cussing and I'm rapping, what's the problem? Uh, right. Right. You know? Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because you, you just made me think about that. I think Jesus was one of the people that started the block parties, because I know you do block parties. <laughs> and and he brought the people in just as they were right where they were. And that's what you do. Describe the, the block parties, because a lot of people, they have a different impression of block parties. But describe the block parties that you do with the No More Dirty Purity Conference. What type what what is the atmosphere like you talk about rapping and, you know, Christian rapping and things like that? So, you know, most people, when they think block party, they think traditionally um, of a group, uh, a rally that just yeah. provides a service. So that might be food for the homeless. That might be um, um, definitely some food. Definitely some, some food. food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to have food. <laughs> but, but but what we try to do is try to be relatable in what's what the needs are. So, oh. for instance, if I'm in the neighborhood and it's real urban, like my backdrop and yeah. they got graffiti on the wall. 
Mm. We don't we don't come in with a choir. We come in. I got two DJs. Okay. Okay. Two DJs. One DJ dropping clean. One bringing Christian hip hop. And oh. then you using that. Then you turn around and you have some amazing uh, guys or young people from the community that are upstanding mm. that the street okay. consider credible. Okay. That have made decisions to do right. Then you add our crew. Then you add some ministry components to it. And then you add just some. What do you need? Mm. Mm. Just what do you need? Right, right. How can we partner with the street? How can we partner with you? Well, man, mm. what we really need is some jobs. Okay, we're going to get some workforce development in here. Uh, okay. can my, if somebody, somebody got a crack house, yo, can you clear it out for, give me two mm. weeks, clear it out, bro. Mm-hmm. You can sell that other stuff somewhere else. We mm-hmm. need this right this now. Okay. I bet that, bet that, homie, you know, and then mm-hmm. I'm talking gang affiliated neighborhoods. Mm. I'm talking, wow. so they got kids too. Wow. And, you know, and even if they sell it, they trying to make sure their kid don't get hooked on it. Hello. Mm, wow. So you got so the rallies are really a, a amalgamation of things that are needed in the community. Uh, mm. We do have the entertainment. Obviously, you got to have that. Yeah. So it, we have DJs instead of have a choir. We don't do key, keyboard unless you got a three piece band. We going in with a DJ live MC and right. you know uh, right. gift giveaways. You know the typical, mm. but it's not right. typical. Right. Right. And you and- really spend time with. Get them getting to know us as we get to know them. So it's wow. really just a hangout spot. Yeah, which is really important because this is not going on um, a lot. When you, like you said, you think of the traditional block party, they're just having food, maybe a little music and things like that. But what you're doing is more of an outreach. You're reaching the need of the community so that no matter what age a person is, there's something for the seniors. You know, you're doing testing and you're doing voter registration and you have things for the kids and the fa- the whole family, actually. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and when you said that, you know, if they're selling drugs, they don't want their kids to get hooked on it. But what you're doing is they're reaching the whole family with something, all of these different age groups. And so people are coming for entertainment. They're coming for the services. They're coming for, um, you know, the jobs information, the voting information, you know, the blood pressure, whatever it is. Yeah. And they, they, and they just coming to see if you real. That's what they're wow. coming for. Wow. Know, they're coming for that. Mm. Now, they'll take what you give them because if it's free, cool. Yeah. And they're coming to see. Why are you in my neighborhood? Wow. What's the point wow. of being here? Are mm. you coming just to say, be on the news? Mm. Are you coming to deal with what I got? I mean, listen, I got five kids. Wow. I have no job. I got to mm. get this money. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the reality. That's, fact. that's, that's reality. Fact. Yeah. So, yeah. We, so I do a thing called baptizing your money. Baptize your dirty money. That's why mm. we call it no more dirty. Baptize mm. that dope money. Oh, that's the reason why you call it no more dirty because yeah, you're trying to reach no more. Yeah, wow. yeah. You're trying remember, to stop remember them. Caught, remember Jesus caught the woman in adultery? Yeah. And they said, well, what are we going to do? Stone her, do this, do that. All these bad, these negative realities. Yeah. And Jesus started writing the sand. Well, you know, you was with her last week. You Now you're in the pulpit. You was mm-hmm. here. You was there. <laughs> he was mm-hmm. going through and he ain't saying nothing. He just writing the, the storyline, right. the baseline of a, right. of a track. And then mm. we got done. Everybody was like, well, I'll be back, man. I'll see you later, man. I got to go pick wow. up my wife. They started dipping. Yeah, Heresy, yeah. Sadducees, all yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Jesuits, everybody gone. Yeah, yeah. He said, where are you accuser? She said, yeah, I have none. He said, well, I'm not going to accuse you. Mm. You already mm. know the deal. You know what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Go and sin no more. Yeah. I was in New Orleans when I came up with this concept. When Master P, Ryan Dirty, 504 Boys, you know, you know, mm-hmm. everybody. Everything yeah. was riding dirty. So I flipped it. No oh. more dirty. No oh, said, no gotcha. more. No more dirt. That's the concept. Yeah, no more dirt. No more, no more that what you're doing ain't working. No more. Mm, wow. Different. 
Mm. Now, now, do you find that the younger, younger people, people, Minister Fred, are like the younger age, you know, 13, 12, 14, they're just as competitive doing some of the, I want to say, gang banging things as the 20, the 19 and 22. I mean, is do you see a, a common denominator? Because this is all they see. And they're growing up. Like you said, they got to get the money some kind of way. But do you see the younger ones imitating the the 19, 20, 21 year olds because they're going to the schools and they're getting one education, but then they go out to the street and they get another education. So is there do you see a bridge? I see there to some degree what you're saying. Yes, there is. Mm-hmm. There is. You see, if you are if all you see is illegal activities and that's the wow. way you see it coming up, then. Yes. Wow. Well, wow. When you said you see something different in the school. Not all the time. Mm-hmm. You wow. go to school and it's, they don't have funding. They don't have this. Mm. All of it still lack. So they're like, I'm dropping out at the age I can drop out. Mm. So they might be, they might be a run on the corner, just a cell phone. When you see the five O, then just text me. Mm. I'm getting a thousand dollars a week or a thousand dollars a day. Yeah. Now I'll yeah. go to school, mm-hmm. but I'm coming home and getting on that corner. Wow. Wow. So, but if I had a good school mm-hmm. after school program, which mm-hmm should be funded by your local community, neighborhood, watch city, exactly. state, which a lot of times they're not in our mm, neighborhood wow, or wow. neighborhoods where they're considered urban mm. and at risk. And I don't believe in at-risk kids. I believe in yeah. at-risk communities. Mm. So a lot of that is political savvy mm-hmm. to, to, again, tell us in our mind, you're at risk. No, my neighborhood is at risk. I'm not at risk. Yeah. Get, yeah. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. And so No More Dirty is helping people to differentiate between the dirt and mm-hmm. the individual that might participate or be caught up in it. Mm. So we're saved by grace. You take wow. the sin. I'm just, I'm, I'm sanctified field. I'm good. Let's go. Yeah. 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 And so we have to now re- de- deconstruct a lot of the verbiage mm-hmm. and a lot of the, the stereotypes. Mm. And then even, even in hip hop or even in music entertainment, yeah. music of itself, entertainment of itself is neutral. Mm. It's what wow. you do. Wow. 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 It's what you do with it. And this is what they're growing up. They're growing up being told that, you know, you're in this neighborhood, so you're not going to be anything. I like the fact that you said it's a the neighborhood is 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 what the problem is. You know, there's not resources. It's not the kid. It's not the person. But the news media and everything is saying this area, this urban area, um, you know, this is a deprived area. This is a ghetto. All of these stereotypes that's put on these communities um, it's reflecting to the people and how they live and their mindset. So they come out thinking, well, you know, everybody in my neighborhood's on drugs or doing drugs. Um, and I'm not going to go anywhere unless I'm doing this type, these types of things, because this is what they're telling me. An underprivileged neighborhood. They're saying they're underprivileged, not that the neighborhood is an underprivileged area. Yeah. And so that is, I think, a key because, you know, your life doesn't get better by chance. It gets better by choice. And so therefore, if they have better choices, in the community, then they may say, well, I'm going to go play ball at this, you know, YMCA or at this location versus hang out in the street. If the schools have the funding that they need in these communities to provide better resources and more outreach and, and trips and things like that, where kids can get exposed to different things, then definitely it would be a different in, uh, outcome, you know. And so I do agree with you. It's the area that's underserved, the community, not the individual. The individual is just growing up in the environment. 
and the environment is telling them all of these negative things. And so they're just acting out what they feel is their their purpose or destiny, you know. And so that's why I appreciate what you do in your ministry with the No More Dirty, you know, block parties and rallies and the conferences because and the tours, because you're giving them an alternative. You know, you're not just saying, look in the mirror, do better, but you're out there with them and giving them some choices, you know, where they can have an alternative, which is which is really so key. Let's talk a little bit about Strictly Jesus. How do you bring that in? Uh huh. I want to jump in and add something else. The okay. other thing we're talking about alternatives. No, yeah. what we believe is when you're doing the right thing, it is a solution. Mm. It is an alternative because it's an option mm. to what's already out there. Wow. So No More Dirty, we literally put together curriculums, mm. we put together strategies that are non-traditional. Yeah. 21st yeah. century, since we're in the 21st, when we get to 22nd, it'll be 22nd, whatever. Mm, but mm. at the end of the day is um, if you can help another person see themselves, you know, the Bible says how whatever you see, you become. Yeah. If we can yeah. you see yourself as bigger than your circumstance, your environment, mm. then, then you really can see yourself as being able to overcome okay. those things that are negative. So mm. I do want to wanted to add that piece because. We do the block parties and all that, but that's one component. Okay. But okay. Like we do the session, Bible Beats and Bars. We do uh, interactive um, support groups. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we, you know, how do you come out of this? Mm. You know, greatness project, teaching a, how do you see yourself as great? Yeah. How do you yeah. see yourself as worthy and worth yeah. it? Mm. So go get it wow. without yeah. it being negative. So, wow. it's, you know, it's, it's like real, it's real. It's real. Wow. How can you how can you attract more ministers, more church, um, the Orthodox, I'll say church people to do urban evangelism? Because, like I said, a lot of them are sitting in the comforts of their church on a weekly basis and they're not trying to reach the urban. They're just doing even television ministries and going out all over the world. But you don't find people really wanting to do urban ministries. I mean, there are some, but you find people want the comforts of brother, deacon, you know, mother, so-and-so and all of that. They're not trying to reach that mother with seven kids by different daddies um, and things like that. That's on the street. How do you get the church community to be more open? That's a great question. So what I realized after doing, I guess, about 10 years of just doing rallies and block parties Mm -hmm. and and crusades is that Mm -hmm. Like, like the community, they needed something that was sustainable. Oh, so we okay. began to create, um, sustain. We took what we started with, the block parties, the outreaches, the, you know, crusades. You drop us in the hole, we're going to come out with some soldiers for Yahshua, the king, Christ, wow. right? Wow. But we then began to add a component of how does the church fit into this? Because mm. we're in the community. And so you're doing all this stuff in the community, but how do you get them to the church house? Or mm. how do you get the church house to them? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So to answer your question, what we did, we began to look at doing a blend blended process. So like one of the things we're doing now is we do a no more. So we created the no more dirty. We took the concept like what mm-hmm. I told you when I was in New Orleans after yeah. Katrina. Yeah. And we turned it into a 501c3 public charity, okay. not religious charity, not social charity. Oh, OK. Public charity. So everything okay. we did was for the betterment, transforming lives for the public. Mm. And then we made it so that it was very attractive in terms of with churches. Mm. So if a church want to get involved or the church members, they can become involved by being a giver, a donor or a volunteer sharing it. Okay. You can write it off. 
Yep. So for the tax, for the companies, corporation, businesses, they mm-hmm. can write. Now you're bringing people together, okay. church, business okay. and community. And okay. then what we did on top of that is we then begin to in, uh, incorporate festivals that had a long term. So it's not just one one hit wonders. It's actually quarterly. And okay. so we will work with the church to say, OK, now, if you're a little nervous about going in a neighborhood, let's let's try this. This approach. Oh. And then it makes it it makes it more um, uh, not only attractive, but it makes it doable for yeah. a traditional church or for a church to say, well, listen, we're a little nervous about this, Minister mm-hmm. Fred. What can we do? Well, let's do this. Let's set up this these pods, education pods, okay. and host them at your church. Oh, and then, okay. you know, affiliations with the police department. Then you have a grant that covers the, mm-hmm. the off-duty officers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. there building a community community relation between the police department, community, and the church. Okay. So now the neighborhood sees the church hmm. is the mediator. Okay, between the street and the okay. police. Wow, wow. And then is... meanwhile, we still have the entertainment, but yep. we're adding other things. And so mm-hmm. what we do at No More Dirty is we we're we're that facilitator so mm-hmm. that it makes. It comfortable and it still gives you the the security blanket and the safety wow. component to wow. be able to be in South Side Chicago. Right, in right. Compton and Oakland yeah. and mm. down to Huntsville housing. You, mm. you know, you're able to really reach those markets that we can mm. go, oh man, I'll just cut a check. I ain't going in there. I ain't mm. going in there. <laughs> I yeah. am I, I love your stuff, but I ain't going in there. Well, yeah. you know, that's the same person that was said they ain't coming in the church. Yeah. I ain't going to church. I'm too bad. Yeah. Been doing- yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. It, but, but this this brings me to the, the Strictly Jesus, which is another organization that you have, because basically you're bringing in a lot of resources and bringing in a lot of helps and and um, things for the community. But the message is Strictly Jesus. You are bringing the gospel. You're bringing the gospel and hitting them over the head and they don't really know what hit them because it's packaged in a way where they're listening to the music, they see the people, they're seeing eat. It's like, what's going on here? Then out of out of almost seeming nowhere, here's somebody come up there with a powerful message and by that time you've ca- captured their attention. And so you have a, a captive audience there that's like, you know what? Jesus may not be so bad. He can help me in my situation and help me in what I'm going through. How do you get to that point where now you have them there and how do you bring in the strictly Jesus message to, let's say, the gangbangers and and the unchurched and people that won't go to church and they know they're living a life that is doing some things that they break in the law, basically. But yet you are bringing them Jesus on the street and, and you're captivating their attention. <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> so that's cool. So. Um, like for folks, so let me tell you, just I'm gonna give a quick backstory, Sheila. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Sheila when I was first doing the hip hop stuff, Sheila was my manager. She was like, she was my <laughs> prayer warrior. Y'all. So that's y'all right, need to that's right. Like, this is family. Yes, so, that's right. And I, when I initially started, we started out with the Strictly Jesus format. And it was, if it ain't Jesus, we ain't interested. And so go. we did hardcore street ministry. And so what we did was once we created the No More Dirty, the, the No More Dirty platform, we went back and look at Strictly Jesus. And now Strictly Jesus is a part of this component because it di- it brings in Christ from a professional services perspective. Mm. Let me explain. Jesus came in and he met the need. He was a professional executor. Yeah. What do you need? We need food. He, he mm. worked a miracle, 5,000 plus. 
Yeah. Then he turned around and then he said, well, we also need um, socialization. Let's go to the mountain. Let's hang out. Mm, and mm. then so he he did professional services with a twist of faith. Wow. And so what we did was we took strictly Jesus, mm -hmm. the message of Yahshua the Christ, Jesus yes. of the Bible, mm -hmm. and we begin to transpose it for the for five percenters. Wow. 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 Who, who believe in the Orthodox Christ, mm. Yahshua. Mm. And then we begin to incorporate, well, what is Jesus in Aramaic and Hebrew? Mm. So now you have a balance versus one fighting against each other, competing. Mm. And then you teach the lifestyle of Christ, which wow. leads to the deity of Christ. And you do it through, now we do No More Dirty TV, radio. Mm. We do all of that stuff. Yeah. Films, yeah. And it's all managed by Strictly Jesus. Oh, well, wow. Because Jesus is the author and finisher of mm -hmm. our faith, our okay. business, our industry, okay. all of that. Yeah. But yeah. you got to do it so they can be like, yo, man, this is hot as BET. Yo, yeah. this is hot as yo. Yo, yeah. yo. And mm. they're like, so now they're like captivated because it's good views of videos, mm. great content, life wow. lessons. Mm. And they're like, yo, you mm. become number one at what you do because now you stand out like Christ wow. good Wow. Wow. And, you know, the thing about you, Minister Fred, is your energy introduces you before you speak, <laughs> because when you walk up there to the stage and do whatever you do, um, it reaches out. It reaches to people. You know what? You know, in, 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 in dealing with the different people, the church, the unchurched, the uncertain, all these people. What does the word surrender mean to you? Because you're dealing with all these people that have these different types of lifestyles and they get to the point where they say, OK, I give up. I throw my hands up. I'm ready to surrender. What does surrender mean to you in your ministry and how you're working with these individuals when they get to that point? Surrender for me. And that's a powerful question. You be hitting with some heavy questions. That's why y'all need to know. Whoever come on here, get ready. So listen, uh, Surrender, two things that come to my mind. Surrender mm -hmm. means selflessness. Wow, whenever wow. I, whenever I do, whether it's on the No More Dirty side, whether it's strictly mm -hmm. Jesus side, I also work for public housing. So okay. I have all okay. the service okay. in the neighborhoods that we call okay. urbanized. So, gotcha. But what it is for me is when I, when I, when, when it's time to do this stuff, mm. first of all, this is who I am. I said, okay. Lord, make Prepare me to be able to walk in any neighborhood, any situation, and be relatable. Wow. So when I think surrender, wow. I think relatable, mm, and okay. I think selfless. So when I, so you're not going to outserve me. Mm. You ain't going to outlove me, Negro. Mm, mm, mm. You ain't going to out anything me. You're going to have to outdo mm. me, and I'm doing it all positive and Jesus wow. peace. Wow. I'm, a, I'm not, you remember my T-shirt, the number one strictly yeah, Jesus yeah. peace. I'm still yeah. that dude. Wow. I'm the number one Jesus freak. You're going to have to out Jesus freak me. If you, <laughs> I don't care if you're in the streets. I don't care if you're on the pole. You're going to have, I'm going to love you so hard. You're going to be like, I'm going to love the H-E double hockey sticks out of you. That's right. That's right. And and with all with all the people, like you said, which is, that's that's some good stuff. Um, people are coming at you left, right, north, all these different people, you know, different incentives and people have different ideas of how to reach the urban people. And you can try this or try this. And I'm sure they have opinions on the music, the hip hop music for gospel or whatever. What is the best advice you've been given? Because people think that they have the answer, but they don't want to go out there. You're out there. You know, what's the best advice you've been given in trying to reach the unchurched people? Because many people will discourage you and tell you to stop, you know? And, you know, there's times when I'm like, man, do I want to quit? I can just 
I can just do big production and, mm. and say I'm a Jesus freak, a Christian or a believer wow. in Yahshua and be done. Mm. And everybody was like, man, he loved the Lord, but I'll be <laughs> as disconnected as I am. I'll be sitting in luxury and everybody else is be dying in poverty. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But for yeah. me, what keeps me going is mm. I, I really get up every morning and mm. I have a conversation with the Holy Ghost. Like I'm talking okay. to you. Yeah, yeah. I, there's some days I get up and say, Lord, I'm done. This is just too mm. hard. And mm. then he told me today, mm. he, this is what he hit me with. And it's been a theme for, I guess, the last two or three years. He said, I need you to stop tripping. That's mm. the first thing. I mean, you good at what you good, but stop tripping. Mm. (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean? I'm still lost, Lord. And he was like, Exodus 14, stand Mm. still Mm. and see the salvation of the Lord. And Mm. that's remember, that was the whole thing when when the children of Israel was leaving, you Mm. know, their uh, oppressor. Yeah. And what I realized is that what he showed me today is what always keeps me. Though you get your victory in the midst of the Red Sea. Remember, they wow. he was traveling all night. Yes. Then early in the morning, the Bible said it switched from a fire by night to a mm-hmm. cloud. And then said, he said, he told the most, look, look, look at your enemies. Yeah. I'm going to wipe them out. Mm-hmm. They will be no more. Mm-hmm. And while they were, while Israel was escaping and he made the Red Sea part. Yeah. He allowed all the water on the other side to drown them. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't until after he put his foot on. No, that's a different time. It yeah. was like in the midst of. So he always says, Fred, you got to stand still. Mm. Like I, I'm employing you. I'm you're a good steward, mm. but it ain't mm. you. Mm. You got to mm. keep surrendering mm. to me. Keep going in the trenches mm. and let me blow you. Let me make you hot. Yeah. And yeah. And so yeah. what I realized is that all the cool stuff people really see with me do. Mm-hmm. I, it's because I surrender my pride, I surrender, Mm. Um, my experience is 33 years. So what? Mm -hmm, We're going to get 34. Yeah. 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 What if I only had one year? Wow. You know, like John the Baptist, he said he was the most fantastic prophet in the world, but Mm. yet he wasn't even as hot as one who came to Christ in that moment. Yeah. So I always remember that's the thing that keeps me really tied to surrendering. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. It's because I realize at any point, if I let my pride get before me, yeah, then it'll just be doing mm-hmm. legalism as unto righteousness and, mm-hmm. you know, righteousness as according to man. Yeah. And not the Holy Spirit saying, get up here and go there. And wow. when the Holy Spirit can go, every time it's a win. Every wow. time it's a win. Wow. I have never failed. Now, mm-hmm. when I say, well, let me do this, Lord, and I'm coming back, I blow it. So mm-hmm. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. totally yeah. done. Wow. Everything. Wow. Everything. Who motivates you, Minister Fred? Because with all of the things that are coming at you, like you said, there's good days, there's bad days. People saying you can do it. Then some saying you can't do it. You don't have the money. You need money. Um, don't go into that neighborhood because it's just, you know, lost. You you, you know, it's, it's, it's gang written and it's shots going off. Who motivates you to just say, keep going? I know God is 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 your number one source, but, and you know, who keeps you going? Who do you think about this as Lord? you know, a lot of people have their mom or their dad or somebody, but who keeps you going? Who's that squad around you? So my that- squad, I'm a, I, I got two answers for you. One would be the street. My kids, for mm. me, mm. I am closest to the neighborhoods that are the worst. Wow. Or the, what we consider unchurched, unsaved, uncertain. Mm-hmm. The one thing about I've learned in the community, I was telling my buddy the other day, mm. we were, I spoke at a church and they were like, well, I don't get it. And I was like, come on out with me. And we walked into some serious neighborhoods. They were mm. scared to death. And I was like, mm. they're real people just like you. Remember, mm. you used to be on drugs. Now you're making six figures. Wow. 
is. And so for me, it's I have like the best squad in the world, Sheila. Mm, wow. uh, Professor X, DJ Scissorhand, Coach mm. Joe, DJ Sam Smite. Wow. Uh, the original crew of Strictly Jesus when you was rocking with yeah, us. And yeah, yeah. And all of those guys. Now they yeah. have moved on. They're doing their own thing. But we right. have had, um, the Lord has blessed me with, I consider them like, that's my 12 disciples. Like okay. I got 17. Okay. And Jesus had his, Jesus, his best friends was his 12. Wow. Wow. Even the one that fell off, that was his boy. That was his homie. Wow. Wow. So I would have to say uh, the entire mm. team at No More Dirty Now slash Strictly Jesus, my yeah. team. Because yeah. they motivate me when I want to quit. They say, mm. Fred, nah, bro. Come on, mm. man. Let's go eat. Let's go do something. Mm. Or come on up and hang out with me. When I'm I'm having wow. some real lows, mm. them Negroes come get me. Them Negroes. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. about the yeah. Negroes. Yeah. Negroes. Yeah. We know it's about the whole level. They come, <laughs> you ain't, yo, yo, that level. They come get me. So I would say that. <laughs> that would be one. And then two, really, it is I he the Holy I would say God has given me this, this yeah. inner drive. Okay. Okay. So when I see like when I'm working in the house and I'm working with my kids and, mm -hmm. and, and public house, it's just, yeah. it's something about being in neighborhoods where I see potential. So he gives wow. me this. Wow. Every time I wake up, mm. it's like, he gives me an idea. This is how you're going to get these kids to see something better. Or wow. this is how you go wow. watch these dudes. You know, they, you know, and then he flips my game. So I'm Mr. Mm -hmm. Whitlow if when I work with the city. I'm mm -hmm. Minister Fred, I'm in them streets. You know, I'm Mr. W mm -hmm. when I'm working in the Boys and Girls Club volunteering. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just that dude. That guy, yeah, where, yeah. That guy, that wow. guy. Wow, they, they, they know, The cops ain't coming in. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, hey, you just holler at Mr. Whitlow, you good. <laughs> when they, so when they ready to come out, they come in to holler at Mr. Whitlow. Wow, wow. Well, you know, I'm talking to Minister Fred today, and this is a person that can help you to lock down direction in the midst of your distractions. Whatever is going on in your life, world, or affairs, this is a person that can help you to manage the miracle that you are. Minister Fred, the No More Dirty Conference and and rallies and, and, and uh, block parties, this is the person that you all need to really get in contact because... Um, God wants you to be able to go farther and to go on. And a lot of people, you think it's time to give up. Why be bothered? Um, nobody cares. You may be thinking that, but this is a person, this is a ministry that is here to help you to put your life in purpose. Um, he's not only going to bring you resources, but he will bring you strictly Jesus in a way that you can receive him. And I love the fact that, you know, not only is it hip hop music, but everything about him, his whole style, this whole dress, everything is, this is what you get. You know, he's going to give you a brain dump when he comes to you. You're not going to get a little something. You're going to get a lot of something, you know, he's going to trigger something in you to make you want to change to make you want more and these are the kind of people that you need to have in your life you need to have this soldier on your side because he is here for you helping in the community working to make a difference and he is using his god-given talents to make a difference and to impact the world minister fred what would you like to say to the young man out there the young lady out there that is in the streets and they really just feel like i'm at the end of my rope i've come through this pandemic jobs aren't available it doesn't look like it's getting better. The politicians aren't really doing what they say they're going to do. The church seemed like they don't want me because only thing I can go to them for is maybe a, a pantry or something like that. What would you say to a young man, to a young woman out there who thinks that their only option is the streets? I would say to them what I said to somebody today, mm -hmm. you know, my job, 
Mm. I said, Mr. Whittle, I'm done. I'm ready to take my life. Mm. I said, if you take your life, within what? Mm. Then what? Mm. He said, well, I won't have to worry about that. And I said, but you got it. You got kids. Mm. Well, I just, I feel like there's nothing there. I said, well, let wow. me just share. Mm-hmm. If nobody else loves you, your boy love you. Mr. Whitlow mm. got your back. Wow. Wow. You got to stay at my house so you don't take it, blow your brains out. Holler at your boy. Mm. He pulled up just before I caught on this thing with you. Wow. Like, Mr. Whitlow, will you pray for me? Mm. I prayed with him. Mm. And I said, you know, you are worth it. Mm. I said, I could be working somewhere else, getting money, making money, mm. not having to see none of y'all. Wow. wow. Said, but I'd rather be here. Mm. Wow. Than wow. anywhere else because you're worth it. And I just mm. want to say to anybody out there, you are worth it. Mm. Your, wow. your situation is not you. Since mm. mm. your past, your addictions, those are things that are inside around you impacting you. That is not who you are. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. were always created to be great. And there's only one you. Like mm. there's only one. I can't even be you. Even mm. if you're the dopest cat on the, on the mic, I mm. can't even be you. I mm. got to give you homage. Mm. Even if you're not, it's only one you. You know mm. what I mean? And so, wow. Um, wow. And then the last thing I'll say to you is when I told him, I said, mm. why don't you tell God you got these issues and let him work it out. You, you, now I can help you with some stuff. It's willing to help with some stuff. But yeah. I said, you got to say, God, I'm, I'm at my end. Mm, mm. So you show up and show out. Wow. Challenge wow. God to be bigger than your lowest point in your life. Wow. That's, That's good. what I left him with today. Yeah. And he yeah. hit me back tonight. That's what, mm. and I'm good with it. My yeah. phone stays on. My personal phone stays my no more dirty line yeah. stays on. Yeah. My housing line stays on 24 yeah. seven. Yeah. And unless I fall asleep, I'm picking it up. They both wow. by my bed. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Wow. Because I, I'm in it just like you. Yeah. And so just look, you're not in it by yourself. So to whoever is wow. listening and will listen, mm. listen, man. Listen, says you're a queen. Mm. Mm. King, you a king, bro. Mm. Mm. Kings don't give up. Wow. King, kings align themselves with other kings mm. and the queens, other queens. Yeah. Don't allow anybody to tell you who you are unless God has said to you, what you are and who you are. That's it. Wow. No one can make you do anything. Even your mind. Give mm. them your mind. I'm mm. like, I, let this mind, you can have my brain, Jesus. Let's mm. roll. Yeah, yeah. Put me to sleep, wake me up, let's go. Mm. What's next for you, Minister Fred? What's next? Because there's so many things that you, roads have you been on, um, accomplishments that you've had, um, successful campaigns and strategies and promotions, things that you've been a part of. What's next for Minister Fred and the No More Dirty conference and tours and block rallies? What would you see like to happen next? Well, what is int- thank you for asking that because it's so interesting. I've been talking to the Lord getting up early, man. We've been on this day for about a month. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really, because I'm like, you know, I love hip hop and I love performing. I'm working on a new project, you know, EP, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy Spirit is really leaning in on taking it to the next level to mm. big business in terms of no more dirty films studio mm. And, mm. And, and and serious strictly jesus production because mm. i look at i'm looking at last night i was on netflix i was watching kanye mm. i was watching you know yeah, uh, yeah i just watched what's his name's new um p diddy amazing yeah story. yeah yeah and i'm like man they're meet, they're reaching millions of people with these doc series and stuff. And I'm like, wow. now we need, that's where we as believers have to yeah. be. Yeah. So that's, that's where I'm going. I'm, you know, you talking to the next Jesus freak mogul. 
that and so that's what we've done we've started the session no more dirty tv series um mm. and we're on secular platforms we're not even on okay. christian platforms, yeah even though we yeah. love it yeah but you gotta yeah. be where they watch it mm. wow jesus were where they were yeah yeah and if you in the church and you could turn on too you know what i mean mm. yeah. but we you know that's uh, that's what the lord's leading me and so i'm just mm. you know you know, wow. we're just open to support and 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 partnering with Mike. You doing film? You doing your thing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's what we at. Yo, like, 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 let's go big. Go big, yeah. but don't go at all. Go home. Get a wow. this thing. Don't say you a Jesus freak. Don't say you believe in Yahshua the Christ and you scared, <laughs> bro. I can't even run with you. I can't run with you. She like, I can't run with her. I told one dude, he's like, well, maybe we can. I said, nah, bro. No, no, no. We bringing in James Fortune this year. We're gonna have it free to the city. We're bringing it. We doing a good music yeah. and arts festival so they can yeah. see what good music and complete good art is. Yeah. Because everything they say is good is every other. You know, yeah. it ain't that good. Yeah. That's wow. That's, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're yeah. like on some other whole. Playing. Not ready Playing. to go there. Yeah. And like Paul said to my man, mm-hmm. you stay in Jerusalem <laughs> and you work with the church folk. <laughs> we going there. You know what I'm saying? So now we, we, you know, Paul, you still came back, hung out. Yeah, but, yeah. But in terms of the work, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I still look, man, the yeah. church ain't going nowhere. You and I love, I love the fact that when you do preach, there's certain sermons, certain titles that really do get get people's attention, and they wonder what. What is going on here? And they are actually wanting to listen to the sermon to see what are you going to make out of this? You know, <laughs> some of the titles that you have uh, and some of the messages that you preach, it's like, oh, it's like borderline. Like, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Ooh, are you going to use some profanity or what? Woo! <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, bro, I'm good. No, listen, last week I was on, uh, I was at a church uh, a few weeks back then, you Sunday. And they and they say they we're talking about um how to overcome difficulties. And I named the title. I would I just seen Mission Impossible and I named it Mission Impossible. Satan, not today. <laughs> not today. Not today. Yeah. And everybody hollered. And then we just walked through that thing. But it's like we have to speak life yeah. to the enemy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, listen, I get it. You I get it, you the devil, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm me. Yeah. I'm a child of the king, bro. Yeah. Like I can speak to God and be like, God, slap that dude. (laughs) Wow. How can our audience get a hold of you, Minister Fred, to be able to get a hold of some of the things that you're that you're going through to tune into the television, to the to to see some of the products and services that you have to offer? Give give our audience your information. And thanks again. Um, So the best way to reach us to kind of get a, a big scope of. Mm-hmm. Of, of like the services and what have you and yeah. some of the things and ideas that if you want to partner is yeah. to go to our website. It's okay. no, N-O, more, M-O-R-E, dirty, okay. D-I-R-T-Y, dot O-R-G. We okay. do it as an organization so that, oh, mm-hmm. everybody can be a part because we want to partner with you. If we're yes. in your neighborhood, we in your, we in your hood. Yeah. We in your yeah. yeah. This ain't our thing. This is mm-hmm. our thing. Right. This is right. your thing. You brought us to the table. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, in terms of our our, our network, mm-hmm. um, we have YouTube channel, which is really growing uh, in our Facebook page, I would say, mm-hmm. too. And, and IG, it's No More Dirty Inc. Mm-hmm. as in incorporated. And then okay. No More Dirty Radio Show, which okay. is a syndicated show. OK, so we have radio, we have TV, the music video show, and mm-hmm. it, it comes on mm-hmm. Friday nights and Wednesday nights okay. at 730. But okay. if you go and you subscribe to the No More Dirty Inc. Okay. Okay. YouTube channel, like what you see on by my name, Minister Fred Dash, No More okay. Dirty Inc. Everything is No More Dirty Inc. 
Okay. Because we believe that you're incorporating the no more dirty lifestyle okay. into your whole being. Right, right. So nomadirty.org. Mm. Uh, our office number is 256 okay. 6989749. And Sheila, she'll have all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, yep. just come rock with us. Whatever we can do. You know, that's that's really wow. and the email is info at no more dirty.org. So all right. <laughs> there you go. There you have it, folks. <laughs> I'm, I've been talking to a flame of fire today. If you haven't heard, you better recognize. I told you to call a friend and grab a pen because there's a lot happening, a lot going on. Friends, we're just about out of time. We just want to thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this, this show today. If you did not hear this entire broadcast, please visit our website at www.road2eternity.net and you know share it with your family and friends um, because this information that we shared today, like I said, with Minister Fred, he's here to help. He's here to put his arms around you. He's here to work with the unchurched, the unsaved and the uncertain. So this is a person that has been doing this successfully for a number of years. So thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.